0: Fierce ladies, welcome to the Moms in Real Estate podcast, where we unleash our unapologetic power to share the raw truth of our journeys. Brace yourself for a dose of empowerment, education, and encouragement like never before. I'm Kristen, a relentless entrepreneur obsessed with connecting and uplifting fellow boss babes. In this podcast, We're all about getting down to business, conquering motherhood, nurturing relationships, and so much more. Get ready to dive into the nitty gritty, embrace the hustle, and unravel the secrets of success in the world of real estate. We're here to ignite your fire, equip you with the knowledge, and unleash your limitless potential. Tune in as we redefine what it means to be a true boss babe. Welcome to the Moms in Real Estate Podcast. Today's guest is Stephanie Mainville, an experienced professional with eight years in the real estate industry. Her journey is a testament of self-reflection and the courage to make life-changing decisions. Stephanie began as a top solo producer and later expanded to running a nationwide team. However, she reached a pivotal moment where she questioned whether her path was aligned with her true desires and values. In a bold move, she chose to put her family and herself first, taking time to find answers to these essential questions. Stephanie's life now reflects her commitment to her family, personal growth, and more balanced and fulfilling life. She's dedicated to more time to homeschooling and embracing homesteading. She continues to excel in real estate as well. Join us as we explore Stephanie's inspiring journey filled with challenges, discoveries, and an ongoing pursuit of life and career that truly resonates with her. Let's dive in. Hi, Steph. Hello. I am thrilled that you're in person here. You guys, I actually called Stephanie a couple hours ago and I was like, do you want to come in the podcast studio? And she's a trooper.
1: I was like, I actually was coming for content. She goes, come in and film content with me. (laughs) And I was like, okay, yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. Like, I I don't know, I'm in a vibe. And then you were like, and film a podcast or record a podcast. <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't know how Kristen always ropes me into all this.
0: <laughs> well, if you know me and Stephanie, we travel really well together and she's just one of my good friends and I'm really happy
1: to have you here. Yes. I'm so excited. And
0: a, and a big reason I'm really excited to have you on the podcast is because I was telling her today is I talked to so many moms in real estate that need to hear her story because I talked to a lot of moms that are burnt out. They're not happy with the way that they're building their business and. I wanted everyone to hear like a fresh perspective of somebody who like also has gone through that and actually made a change. And I think that's super important because we don't have to just keep going and keep going and keep going. We can always take a step back and look at our business and say, you know what, does this align with what I want or do I need to make some changes? And I think that that's like a super powerful thing. So yeah, let's absolutely. dive into who you are. Um, you've been in real estate for eight years. You are a top producing, what we call an icon agent at EXP, which is awesome. Um, And then you just like got the ball rolling over the last three years. You built a nationwide team and you were just on fire. And then tell us like everything, like how you were feeling, what (laughs) happened.
1: Oh, my gosh. So this is the first time that I'm talking about this, like really publicly Um, I honestly started to feel like I was building this machine that was so amazing in so many ways, Mm -hmm. but I felt like I am still trading a lot of my time for money. And that was ultimately like why I started everything too was so that I could maybe have a little bit more freedom, maybe step away from so much of like the production line Mm -hmm. that real estate is. Um, And then at the same time, I was like, now that I'm doing all this and I'm putting all of my efforts over here, I feel like now I'm flopping in other areas of my life, right? Like motherhood and just being a wife and all these other things. And those were the things like, when I got a chance to make bread or sit down with my kids and just homeschool. She means make bread literally. <laughs> Sourdough bread. I think yes. it's a thing now. It is a thing now. I
0: feel like now I know like four people that do it. That you do were my it. first. See,
1: love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just kind of, I, w- I every time that I got to do those things, I was like, this is what fuels me this is actually what makes me happy it's not the huge commission checks it's not any of this and I think a lot of that shift came 2020 I mean for a lot of people Mm -hmm. I think that perspective was just like hit Mm -hmm. for everyone and that was when things really shifted right I didn't know that I was going to be a homeschool mom I didn't know that I was going to like strive to be this you know everything at home kind of person I honestly like when I got married with to chase I was like I'm gonna be this boss babe (laughs) and go to work and do all this stuff. And now I'm finding like in my 30s, as my kids are getting older, I'm losing time with them is how I feel, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're not babies anymore. I only get this chance once. Like these are gonna be the days that I'm gonna look back on and I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna wish that I spent more time with them and truly invested the time here you know instead of like nope mom's busy I I don't have time or I'm snapping at them because Mm -hmm. I have booked zoom call after zoom call after zoom call and I'm like slamming my door on my kids faces because which sounds awful but sometimes that was true because you know they were five and trying to like bang on my door in the middle of a zoom call and I'm like over here trying to like build a business for them you know like at the time you're like it's such a shit show and I
0: know like everyone listening can think of that same situation and it's like you know we we work so hard for them and then we're snappy with them and then we have no time for our husbands and like we're giving all this time especially any team leader listening I know is going to feel this so hardcore or any broker owner or anybody that runs an organization is like it takes so much energy and effort to go and to find agents to work with you mm-hmm. and you pour into these people and then it's so easy for them to just see the next shiny object and leave you and so when you're snapping at your kids or you don't have time for your husband it's like oh my gosh like what am i doing and i think that that's like something we need to talk about more and i'm hearing it a lot right now with the market shift and i'm experiencing it a lot right now with the market shift. Um, it's just there. So like, why, why do we put so much energy into building these big things and risking our families?
1: You know, for, for what? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's really what hit me. I was like, okay, I can still have this like booming business and I can still have amazing things and a great career, but I don't need to be like, you know the number one I real know. estate agent in my town yeah. you know what i mean like i really had to think about that i mm-hmm. was like why am i striving to be this mm-hmm. what does it mean when i get there am i ever going to be happy when i get there mm-hmm.
0: usually not usually like not. every successful person i know when they get to this like place they've been running to they're they just feel like oh
1: i just actually had somebody on the podcast that literally
0: talked about that exact thing really? how empty <laughs> she felt when she got there
1: yeah Yeah. And then it's like, okay. And then what do you come home to? And are your kids grown up at that point? And did you cultivate the relationships when they were little? Like, those were things that were important to me. Obviously, this is going to be different for everyone and what their goals are, and also what your season of life is. Like, I came into real estate eight years ago in a season of hardship and in a season of like, Pretty much desperation, right, Mm -hmm. for my family. And so I came in with like a chip on my shoulder and fire under my ass, and my kids were still babies. So, like, you know, it, I look back and I'm just like, baby ages are so easy. Now that they're kids, yeah. like the time is actually more demanding just in different ways. Yes. And it has to be more intentional. Mm-hmm. And they see you when it's not, you know, and when you're not there and when you're snappy and when yeah. your five-year-old goes like, mom, are you mad at me? You know, you're like, holy crap, what yeah. am I doing? Or
0: mom, you're always on your computer. You're always it on sucks. your phone. Like you're that's always... the last thing I want them to say. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And so I was like, I need to really like take a huge shift here and a huge I need to think about this. And unfortunately what that looked like for me was I totally reclused. I was just like, Mm -hmm. I need to take a huge break from everyone. I need to continue doing like what's most important and that's it because my mental health at that point was suffering, and I was like, I need to, I need to take care of me at this mm-hmm. point, and that's going to look like me dropping the ball on some people, or not showing up as a good friend for some people, or even a, a good daughter, or anything. You know, even my parents were like, we don't see you as much anymore, and I was just like, that's because I'm a mom and a wife first, yeah. and if I hurt your feelings, I'm sorry, but like those people are my people first, yeah, that's- and your people forever my people forever. Yeah. The people that are going to be standing around me at my deathbed, I hope, you know, like that's who, who I need to nurture. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, and you see so many people that get so successful and their marriages are shit. Yeah. And I was like, that's nothing that I want. No, I don't want that. I want to be married when we're old and gray. I want to, you know, we talk so much about our goals and our future and we're so busy with our businesses. My husband's also a multi business owner and it's things get a little crazy and we're always like one day one day when we're retired we'll be able to do all of this we've had our kids young so we'll be able to do all these things but you know how many people do you see go through all those years of building businesses having kids and then they get to that point and they're like I don't even have a relationship with you. yeah like I don't even know you And I was like, I don't want that to be me either. Yeah. You know, and maybe I just think so far deep into these things. I think
0: that's, that's something that I've tried to bring up a lot over the last couple months on this podcast, because I noticed like myself, I actually did this last night to be quite honest. Like I was just super fixated on something with work. And so my kids are finally in bed. I poured a glass of wine and I'm sitting there like my mind is fully consumed about it. Like no one can have a conversation with me. And my husband's trying to have a conversation with me and like the lack of, me actually like consuming what he was talking about and I just recognized it and I was like, I'm not even listening to him. like I've gotta like just you know for me, I'm I'm going through breath work right now because it helps me. I literally think this is like That's the weirdest awesome. thing because who I would have never done this in the past, but I hired a breath work coach. So she gives me all these tools. So like as I'm getting like in these situations where I'm consumed and I can't stay present, I'm like, okay, I'm going to breathe in for four seconds and out for six seconds. (laughs) And it just like helps me like get back to like, okay, like I need to focus on my husband now and Mm -hmm. not this stupid little thing that's happening at work. Like it's so stupid that I'm thinking about this at nine at night right now. Right.
1: Right. Well, and that's the thing. Like, can it be done tomorrow?
0: Yeah. Can I worry about it tomorrow?
1: (laughs) Do I need to be worrying about it? Exactly. Yeah. So many times I have to ask myself, even still, I'm like, is this going to be here tomorrow? Yeah. Do I need to worry about this right now? Um, and so many things have shifted as far as just like little things, like you said, like maybe you did breath work, but mm-hmm. I stopped. Um, I, I, encourage people to email me. I'm like, which was before I was like, text me or yeah. call me. No. Now I'm like, email me so that I can respond to you on my time mm-hmm. during my business hours. Mm-hmm. And I stopped looking at my phone after a certain hour. You know, obviously if something's like super important, I know that it's important. I know there's a fire, like I'm going to deal with it, but otherwise it waits till tomorrow. Yeah. I used to be like, oh my gosh, I need to take care of this at 9 p.m. at night, you know? Yeah. Like, nothing's going to happen at 9 p.m. at night. No, nothing's going to happen at 9 p.m. at night. <laughs> <laughs> like, why am I doing this? So Sacrificing. Hi, it's Barbara with Your Tax
0: Coach, and we love helping entrepreneurs save money on their taxes. Here's a quick tax tip. Do not put your kids on your investment properties. A better way to do it is to wait until you pass away and your kids will inherit the property because they get what's called a step up in basis, which means if you paid $100,000 for a property, but when you pass away, it's worth a million, you can pass it on to them and they'll now have a basis of $1 million and they could sell it and pay nothing in taxes. For more info, follow us on Instagram at Your yourtaxcoach or go to our website, yourtaxcoach.com. And so like, let's talk about how, okay, you guys, just so you know, like in what, it was like a year and a half, two years, you grew to like 50 something agents nationwide Mm -hmm. and you're taking this look at like, is this what I want? Right. How hard was it to say no? And like, like you're talking about, like you have to disappoint people, right? That's a really hard conversation, especially for someone like me, like I'm a people pleaser. I don't want to disappoint anybody, especially when it comes to like, you know, things that I've built. And so- Kind of walk us through that process.
1: That was extremely hard. I mean, there were so many things happening at that point too in real estate, as we talked about a little bit, like interest rates were going up and things were shifting in markets mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, and so at that point in time, you know, we're seeing changes with real estate agents. If you're a team at that point, you were seeing, you know, agents walk away or agents, like you said, next shiny object syndrome, you know, and different things like that. And so it was really a moment in my time in the time where I was like, okay, if I'm going to make any kind of changes, like, I feel like this is kind of a good time to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then at, at the same time though, I was like scared. I had analysis paralysis. I was like, I'm going to let everybody down. I'm also a people pleaser. I'm a type three Enneagram. Like failure cannot even come close to me. <laughs> you you know totally I mean? are. Like everything is is failure. If I'm not doing it exceptionally well, it's failure in my eyes. <clears throat> and so getting over that was, it took me literally almost a year. Yeah. Um, and you're probably still not over it. Not totally. Like I said, this is the first time I'm even talking about this. Yeah. Uh but now i see it clearly and now i don't feel i don't feel as bad for the the way that things went you know there was no handbook to pivoting mm-hmm. and there weren't a lot of people you know everybody in this industry anybody in sales is like, go, 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 be a shark, make all the money, be the number one, top percent, here's a trophy. Like, you know what I mean? It's very achievement-based, yeah. which I think is why I was drawn to it initially, mm-hmm. but that just doesn't support my lifestyle at this point. And so, yeah, I had to like really get real with myself and I had to let people down. And, and that part was probably the worst of it, you know? Yeah. It's just, I had people that after I stopped offering certain things, you know, then speak up. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, well, I didn't, you know, I I didn't know that these tools were even being used until they were no longer accessible. Yeah, (laughs) And so I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to take a huge step back and I'm gonna have to make people upset. Yeah, And I'm gonna have to be really unapologetic about it. And this was like the pep talk I gave myself. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just gonna have to do it and rip the bandaid off and see where everything falls. And then I can pick up whatever pieces, I want to after that
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and go from there. And, and I guess the biggest thing that I told myself was, are my kids still going to love me tomorrow? And is my husband still going to love me tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Is everybody else, you know, going to come and go? Yeah. Yeah. So I just need to make sure the people I'm really invested in is my family.
0: Yeah. I think that's so important.
1: And that was how I made it. And
0: at the end of the day, all those people lived, right? (laughs) And
1: at the end of the day, everybody
0: found what they needed.
1: Yeah, they did. Yeah.
0: I mean, I've seen so many of them like blossom in so many different ways and plug in in different ways. And I think that sometimes, too, you know, when you take something away, sometimes the people that weren't even showing up or using it are the ones that are complaining anyways, um, which is hard, you know. It's super hard.
1: Mm -hmm. And and you want to see everybody else succeed and get there and, you know. There were people that wanted to stay or completely understood. Mm-hmm. And those people, I mean, I still was like, you know, here's these resources, here's this. I connected them more so with you, yeah. you know, with different people. And that was the greatest thing about being at EXP too was like, I I mean, I realized the power of connection through yeah. EXP, but that became so much more apparent to me yeah. at that point in my in my life and where I was at.
0: Yeah. And you were super supportive. (laughs) Well, of course, like I always want what's best for everybody. It's always just about how people go about things. Right. And so I always want what's best for all of my business partners. And so I think that what you did is remarkable. And I think, like I said, it needs to be shared because talking to so many women, they need, I mean, I literally remember being at dinner with um, somebody in our group and they were like, where's Stephanie been? I'm like, she's taken a step back. And I literally remember her texting me the next day and being like, I needed to hear that. I don't think I want to be mentoring agents anymore. Like she also felt that, you know, but it needed, she needed to know that it was okay. Yeah. Where I feel like in our industry, you don't feel like it. I actually have a girl named uh, Randy. So if anyone's in our Facebook group, you've seen Randy all over the place. I partnered with her um, for our Facebook group and a lot of other collaborations. She's speaking at Flourish this next time on whose race are you running anyways? And um, whose race are you running anyways? And the whole thing, when she talked about this, I'm like, in our industry, like you're saying, it's like, go, go, go top person, top. You can be the best agent, the best, whatever you're trying to be. But at the end of the day, it's like, why are you running that race? And I Mm -hmm. think that we all have to ask ourselves that. I literally think about that a lot lately. I'm like, why do I need to keep making more money? I make great money, but like I keep running myself to exhaustion. So I definitely think that hearing, um, this will be great for a lot of people to reevaluate what they're doing, um, moving forward.
1: Absolutely. That was the biggest thing. I was like, where do I find contentment? And that's been kind of my word this year. Ooh, I
0: love that. I didn't
1: even realize that mm-hmm. contentment was my number one word. And I was like, I just want to feel, feel okay with where I'm at.
0: Yes. That's, and that's so been good. so freeing. That is so freeing. Like, so good. I'm going to make that my 2024 word. You should.
1: <laughs> We're going into a new year soon. So hey, I know. anybody who's kind of feeling that pressure can do that.
0: Yeah. Can think of all the good words. That's mm-hmm. going to be my word.
1: It's so cool. I didn't know that somebody else though felt that way in the group. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh,
0: I guarantee 90% of people listening to this are feeling it.
1: It's a lot. It's a lot, especially Mm -hmm. as women to be, you know, everything that you are at home Mm -hmm. and then to try and go fill this role. Yeah. You know, as boss babes.
0: Yeah. You are still a boss babe. (laughs) Big time. Thank you. Yes.
1: You guys, Uh, she really is (laughs) like
0: when she puts her mind to something, I'm like, she is going to go do it.
1: I go do it. That is true. So now it's just like, what's this new season going to look like for me? So I'm I'm excited. I'm feeling energized again, feeling creative again. Yes. Um, So.
0: Well, and if anyone follows you on Instagram, I'm sure they're wondering, how do you run um, a high producing real estate business and homeschool? What does your days look like?
1: My days are usually very time blocked, but I tell people, um, not every day is perfect. It's okay to have like shit show days. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. We talk about (laughs)
0: shit shows all the time on here.
1: So there's definitely some shit show days, you know, but for the most part it was, it was routine and it's good not only for my kids, but really good for me too. Yeah. Right. I need that. I'm such like a task list person. I bring my notebook with me everywhere and it has like my notes and my teenager actually said that is so embarrassing I should not bring that into Costco with me and I was like why it has all my list like I need it you bring your huge book to Costco I bring my notebook yeah that's bad she's like please don't bring that in And then she was behind me like checklisting things. I was like, see, it's nice to have. All
0: right, I appreciate it.
1: (laughs) So, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things like you just have to find what works best for you. And a big push to that was, was homeschool. Because in the homeschool community, everything is, you have to do what works for your family. So if that means you homeschool in the morning and you do your other things in the afternoon or vice versa. Some people homeschool in the afternoon and can't get started in the morning. You yeah. Know? And so I was like, that is exactly how it is in, in business. Yeah. Like what works best for you as a business owner and best for your family. Yeah. And integrate them into some kind of routine. Stop listening to like the world that says, you know, you have to do this to be successful. Like, no, you have to do what you need to do for your family, and for you. And that's what's going to make you successful. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I always remember just trying to like, I listening to like guys in our industry, which I love our guys, don't get me wrong. But totally. when they'd be like, it's 5 a.m. Where are you at at work? Like, no, we're literally getting kids ready for school. Yep. Like, We're not at the office. <laughs> it must be nice. I, exactly. You
1: hear that all the time. They're like, where are you at at 8 a.m.? And I'm like, your wives are probably dropping off your kids at school. Yeah. Like, not Well, to and be... I actually heard
0: a guy giving advice about like, you know, just being able to get to the office, you know, by whatever time and how much showing up that much earlier gives you this much more time a year than everyone else. And I'm just like, That's so hard because then it's like, you just feel so behind even listening to that.
1: Yeah. You could say that in the reverse though. Like, you know, if you spent this much more time with your kids in the morning, you would gain this much more time with them over the years. Yeah. Oh, that would
0: actually be really good to put out there. And like
1: actually bond with them. Yeah. You know, the Mm -hmm. whole reason that you're building all of this, like don't let yourselves get to, you know, your retirement age, like I said, and not have built those relationships we're so focused in our industry on building relationships but but we're like like neglecting the ones that are most important
0: i honestly i have i've this year has been a really big like self-reflection year for me too not as like pivotal as yours but really like with my health and my relationships and recognizing more than anything Mm -hmm. just like oh my gosh like what am i doing yeah i pour so much into people in my business where yeah like too much honestly All the time. yeah i agree with like, you too what, much <laughs> too much i actually had a girl tell me you bend over backwards for everyone and i was I so insulted and dave <laughs> told my husband and he's like it's not that bad of an insult and he's like no. it's really like it's one of your best qualities and i'm like but I just felt like, just so like, hurt by that comment, you know? And I'm like, why am I doing this for
1: everyone? Yeah, it's true though. And you do. Yeah. You totally do. I know that if I text you and I needed you, like, you're always there. And I'm like, I don't know how you do it.
0: I I got that for a long time too,
1: you know? Like, how does she do all this? And then (laughs) it eventually came to a head where I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm exhausted. I'm burnt out. I'm not inspired. I can't even create content for my own business. Yeah. Because I'm so burnt out.
0: Yeah. So if somebody's like stuck, what would you say to get unstuck? Like they're feeling this and you're like, I hear you. Let's start with maybe even like anything tactical you could tell them like a first step.
1: I would say, at least in my experience, the first thing to do is honestly to step back. Yeah. Like you have to literally step back from all of those responsibilities. And a lot of them are things we put on ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, obviously there's like things that you have to do every day. You might have to still like show up in your business in a certain way, but like don't feel bad to necessarily do the bare minimum of it for a minute and then show up in your family life and show up for your friends and just reconnect like emotionally with the people around you that matter the most because those are gonna be the people that make you feel the best. And when you're feeling better, you're going to be able to see things more clearly and then you're going to say okay this was good that i was doing but this is something that like i don't need to be doing yeah you know and and start dropping those things then and then now you have real perspective on what your actual priorities are and then when you're feeling better you'll be able to be more creative like i am now and it took me it took me a year
0: yeah well and i think that that's a big takeaway too is to have patience like listening mm-hmm. to you i think you you put it pretty apparent like this wasn't something that happened overnight it took a
1: year so like having patience in the process of getting there is huge and I got frustrated with myself a few times because I was like man if I could just why am I not feeling like inspired like I spent you know seven years prior to this year building my business this way doing this all the time like known for that Mm -hmm. and at this point I am like I was, I was literally icked out in real estate. I was so sick of seeing real estate content. I was so sick of talking the typical real estate conversation. I, another thing I did, I, I totally like muted a ton of realtors from my page, like people that I still like loved. And I was like, yeah. I'm not gonna unfollow them, but I needed to stop yeah. seeing that content. And I started following things that I just love. Yes. Making bread, homemaking. Cows, you know, yeah. like whatever. I love following cows right now. Yes. they're so cuddly. They're so
0: cute. No, like it's literally so... people hugging them is probably one of the best things you could follow.
1: And I was like, if I'm following all this stuff and it's making me feel good, then that's gonna help me be more creative and more inspired. And I'm gonna pull inspiration from those accounts mm-hmm. versus you know, the same old thing that I'm seeing from all of the real estate agents, no offense. But yeah. You know that was never my gig so
0: Mm -hmm. i think that that's so important and not to feel bad for snoozing people you're not unfriending people Mm -mm. but it's true if it's giving you anxiety because maybe you're feeling like you're like less than or you're not doing as much as them or they're just annoying
1: you i think it's so freeing to be able to have that button yeah i needed to i needed to untangle my life from the rat race yeah I was like I don't want to be a part of this Mm-mm. so I don't want to be encouraged to be number one or again feel like I was less than yeah um and that was a me thing not a them thing yeah I knew that I was like this is my own mental health that's like struggling and so I need to I need to take care of me right now yeah so. oh
0: I've loved this episode so much thank um, you for too. being so raw <laughs> and honest and open and sharing with me on here publicly before anyone else
1: before anyone else, for sure. <laughs> I would never do it with, do this with anybody else. Honestly. Oh my gosh! I love you, Kristen.
0: I love you too. Okay, so if somebody isn't following you, how do they follow you?
1: Oh, um, at Hey Stephanie Mainville on Instagram. Um, that's where I'm posting now. Solely, none of my others.
0: Yes. Okay. So, and just so you know, you're gonna see things, real estate, but you're mostly gonna see again her making bread, her cute pigs, all the food canning. What else do you post on there? Homeschooling. Homeschooling. <laughs> It's a fun account to follow. <laughs>
1: Thank you. <laughs> That's All right. what I want to hear. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye, Kristen. Hi, it's Kim and Whitney from Real Social Agent, and we love helping real estate professionals create social media content that helps them grow their business. If you're a real estate professional looking to save time and create more effective content, we're about to make your life so much better. You're amazing at what you do, and we're here to make sure everyone else knows that. From social media coaching to custom content creation, our job is to make you shine. Follow us on Instagram at Real Social Agent or download our free Reels 101 library at the link in the show notes.
0: Thanks, friend, for listening to the podcast. We love having you in our community. If you enjoyed our podcast, please leave us a review or share it with a friend. Also, we'd love to connect with you on Instagram. Go follow us at Moms in Real Estate.